Now back to the City Current Radio Show, hosted by Jeremy Park. Welcome back to the City Current Radio Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Park. We're honored to be with our next guest. We're talking about Higginbotham Financial. We're joined by Joel Solomon, Managing Partner, and Brett Longenecker. He's a partner and senior consultant, both with Higginbotham Financial. How are you guys doing? Great day here. Doing great, Jeremy. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So let's dive in. Give us a little bit of the backstory in terms of Paradigm Gilbert becoming a part of the Higginbotham family. Let's start there. So give us a little history lesson. Sure. Well, look, the, the firm has uh, been in existence for uh, almost five decades. Uh, we've served over 40,000 corporate clients. And because of some of the unique services that we provide to individual and corporate clients, Higginbotham Financial was looking for a firm that provided the kinds of services we do to their more than 30,000 corporate clients. So it was really a very natural fit. We were very honored um, to be uh, obviously thoroughly reviewed by Higginbotham. And then our uh, transition into Higginbotham Financial took place a year ago, January. Give us a little bit of an idea because we're going to talk a lot about you know, advice and what keeps your clients up at night, but give us an idea overall of what all you do because you cover a lot of space. So give us a, a little bit of an a la carte menu of your services. So I think we should probably start off. We should have interviewed my wife, Nancy, because after 24 years of marriage, she still cannot answer that question. It has something to do with financial stewardship is the way she likes to describe it. And, and that's really what it is. I think about uh, the term of, uh, of an individual client or a corporate client, an entrepreneur, looking for financial stewardship, financial guidance with respect to tax planning, whether it's income or estate tax, whether it's retirement planning, how to best utilize their business to put away more money on a tax deductible basis. How does the business owner kind of prepare his business or her business for exit to maximize the value? And then on the individual side, it, it always comes down to two things. One, will I have enough accumulated at retirement to live the way I want to live for the rest of my life? And last, I really care about my kids, my grandkids, and, and maybe church or other charitable pursuits. Is there a way that you can help me not only provide for my family security, but also do more for other things that I care about? So let's go ahead and take those in threads and let's start with the retirement because you do have a proprietary software that basically calculates how much people need to save up. And so talk about in terms of what keeps your clients up at night. Let's start with retirement. Dive in. Yeah. So that's the big one. And uh, we kind of, I, I think Brett actually coined this term. What's my number? What is the amount of capital that I need to accumulate at the retirement age that I want to pick that would allow me to live the way I want to live for the rest of my life, adjusted for inflation and based upon some assumed rate of return. But most importantly, part of that uh, equation to determine that number, what the software does, it's also a function of the client's longevity assumption. Obviously, if a client wants to retire at 65 and thinks, well, uh, only 20 years of retirement, i.e. income to 85, that's a different number than the client that says, I want to be assured that I've got that tax-free retirement income all the way to an assumed, say, age 92 or 95. The software 
we spend about three or four minutes on some very basic inputs and literally in one one thousandth of a second in front of that client's eyes, they'll actually see their numbers and in a simple way to follow uh, how we got to that number. Brett, out on your end, when you're sitting down and you're looking at those and you're starting to ask the questions and calculate everything, what are some of those next steps? So when, when you start looking and you get that number, what then is that process start to look like? Yeah, I think the important thing is, okay, what do I have? How am I going to get there? How are we going to make sure that these numbers are hit? And also to Joel's point from the beginning on financial stewardship, who's going to make sure that we're on track, that we're doing the things that we need to do to get there, that any products or services that could be available, I know about so I can get there. And that's going to be our job throughout to all the clients that we work with is just making sure that we're keeping them on track, making them aware of changes in the world, in their plan, et cetera. And one of the great things about the software is it's always there, right? We're always going to be able to make the right updates, make the right changes. And that's our commitment to anybody we work with and any expectation that they would have coming in. There's four pieces to it. Plan, monitor, adjust, arrive. And that's what our firm basically stands for, which I think uh, Brett just beautifully described. Yeah. Give us an idea when you talk about kind of what that looks like is, you know, especially on the plan side, you have the investments, you have the rate of return. What's maybe one or two other little hidden gems in there when it comes to the retirement side that you like to throw in there is, is uh, opportunities to make sure that you hit those numbers. Yeah. So one of them for sure is the understanding that there's pretty great likelihood we're going to see tax rates increasing over time for all of the obvious reasons that um, your listeners will, will, will obviously be aware of. So if you have an increasing tax rate, one of the complications is the more money we actually put into tax qualified plans, IRAs, 401ks, pension and profit sharing. Although there's a lot of reasons why we want to do it. What clients don't normally see is what the impact of taxation is going to be on those distributions they're going to take out of the plan. So the software actually shows that to them as well. And then there's this uh uh-oh moment. I had no idea how much I was going to lose in taxes at retirement. So then one of our other components of the planning work is, and this is going to sound a little too good to be true, is often we can show a client how they can pay those projected future taxes on qualified plan distributions at between a 40 and 70% discount, depending on their age. And like I said, I know it sounds a little too good to be true, but actually there are very straightforward approaches that can make that happen in most cases, not all cases. Well, that's why you're the experts and that's why we love having you on this show. So you, you mentioned taxes. Let's dive in deeper there because a big part of it is, you know, how do I make sure that I'm paying just enough, but not too much or, you know, trying to stay under the threshold. So talk about taxes in your world. Well, there's three buckets. We call it tax deductible now, tax deferred, never taxed. And it is this proper balancing of these three that make it really interesting when you're really doing the planning uh, for clients. Um, On the corporate side of things, we're always trying to minimize tax. 
Uh, Brett, you want to take a minute and maybe talk about some of the things with cash balance plans that business owners might not even be aware of that are available? Absolutely. Most people or many listeners are aware of 401k plans in place, but don't necessarily think of the cash balance defined benefit profit sharing plans that are available. And oftentimes in our work, right, we find owners of the company are looking to put away more money on a tax deductible, tax deferred basis, but are also looking to do more for themselves and or other key people. And one of the you know, kind of nuances to our work and our planning for these business owners is working with actuarial firms, working with plan administrators to put more money away on a tax deductible basis, but also to do it for the key principles and or key players within the firm versus just the everyday rank and file person that you'll see in some of the other plans. Well, I think that's one of the big things is you have the taxation on earned income, but to your point, being really strategic on all of these other opportunities where you either pay no tax or deferred tax or smaller amounts of taxes, like there's all these nuances that you you have to be an expert in. And that's where on your end, being able to guide those conversations is extremely important. So that way you have different streams that you can be able to gain on all, all sides and also to pay pay less taxes when it comes down to it. Look, it, it, it's been well documented that uh, we've we, we, we've heard this over and over again. Unfortunately, it appears that the rich often get richer. And one of the reasons why they seem to is they put the best professionals around them that are experts in, in different subject matter. And so as an, let, me, let me give you two quick examples. If I said to you and to any of your followers, you could put away money into a particular type of asset that interest is added to that account, that asset, based on the growth of the S&P. So if the S&P goes up eight, you get an 8% interest credit. Pay no current income tax on that interest credit. Have complete access to that cash. But when the market goes down, your principal that you put in and any interest earned to date does not go down in value. We never have to rebound from a down market like what happened in March here of 2020, right? When the, when the COVID crisis basically hit. Imagine that, is there an asset that really exists where I can put away money, let it grow tax-free based on the growth of the S&P? But when it goes down, I don't lose anything like I do in my normal S&P or other stock investing? The answer is yes. And then we've got people, almost everyone has money in a 401k account. Now, again, this one too is sound, just in advance, going to sound a little too good to be true. But just picture, what if I said to you that a client would be able to not give up access to the growth of that retirement account, but we would be able to increase the value to their heirs, depending on the age of the individual, between four and seven times. So picture somebody has half a million dollars in their retirement account, not going to give up access, that 500,000 will continue to grow. But at their death, maybe we're going to create another 4 million or 5 million of income and estate tax-free capital 
for their loved ones or for other charitable pursuits. And these clients will look at it as, and they'll say, wait a minute, I, I, I see it, but why didn't I know about this before? And the answer is the few people that do around the country what our firm does, because we're not the only one, there are a few others. We generally work in a much larger corporate environment, which is where I spent the first 25 years of my career. My clients were CFOs of publicly traded clients. So the services that I provided and the products that were available to them were not available into the retail market space. And because of Higginbotham Financial's acquisition of our firm, now we're all called Higginbotham Financial, any individual, any small business owner or larger business owner can access through us all these services and these products, just like they were the CEO of General Motors or Google. Yeah. That's exciting. It's exciting to us because we really make a difference in individuals' lives, not the big corporate world. Talk about who can be a client. Talk about geography. Who, who could be a client? Yeah. So the answer is we've got multiple offices throughout the country and, you know, the plane's always available too. So we're looking for you know, people that are looking for that guidance, right? That financial stewardship that Joel mentioned at the beginning, and that are ultimately looking to take advantage of some unique ideas that they probably don't know are available to them. We work with, you know, many successful business owners, entrepreneurs, working on all different aspects of the business planning. But we also spend, you know, a lot of our time working with you know, the high net worth and ultra high net worth individuals on some of their unique opportunities. And then as Joe mentioned at the beginning, right, we want to work with people that we like and that are going to respect us, our time. And therefore, we're looking for people like you, Jeremy, to happily help and work together and create great solutions that work for you and your family as well. And we either do it in person or in today's Zoom world, which by the way, we've been using go to meeting and Zoom for over a decade. So because our clients are virtually nationwide, it is more prototypical that we're actually doing Zoom meetings than in-person meetings because somebody can be in Indianapolis that wants to work with us, Memphis, Florida. It really doesn't make any difference anymore. Always love to meet with people individually, but I would tell you three quarters of our cases, everything is done via uh, Zoom and, and go to meeting. We'll wrap up with website, contact information. Where does everyone go to learn more about Higginbotham Financial? Uh, I would encourage anybody to go to higginbothamfinancial.com. We wrote and produced that website to really describe in full the services that are offered to individuals and the services that are offered to entrepreneurs or publicly traded companies. Well, Joel, Brett, thank you for all you and your team do. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank Thanks, you. Jeremy.